It's 8.40 p.m., July 12th, 1979. Shock Jock Radio DJ Steve Dahl enters Chicago's Comiskey Park, the city's MLB baseball field. In the center of the field is a large crate filled with records that attendees brought to the game as part of a promotion to get cheaper entry to the Chicago White Sox game against the Detroit Tigers. These weren't just any records, though. They were all representative of a wildly popular genre that was almost universally hated by rock and roll diehards. Dahl riled up the crowd by starting a simple chant. Disco sucks. Then, Dahl speaks directly to the gathered masses. This is now officially the world's largest anti-disco rally. Now listen, we took all the disco records you brought tonight, we got them in a giant box, we're going to blow them up real good. The box of records erupts, leaving a large hole in the outfield, and the crowd goes wild. Too wild. With security occupied at the gate, stopping people from getting into the park, they're helpless to stop the roughly 5,000 people already inside from rushing the field. Batting cages are destroyed. Bases are literally stolen. A bonfire takes form in the center of the field, and the second game of the night is canceled. At 9.08 p.m., the riot police arrive. 39 arrests are made, and the next day, the White Sox are forced to forfeit the game. This absurd promotion event marks the peak of public backlash against disco, a genre that faded away shortly afterwards and is often said to be dead. But disco didn't die. It just changed its name. That's how Earth, Wind, and Fire was able to release their most commercially successful song, a post-disco track, in 1981, two years after disco supposedly passed away. Hitting number three on the Billboard Hot 100 and number 16 on Enemy's Singles of the Year list for 1981, the Grammy-nominated track swept people up in its infectious electronic beat. Quote, I actually love this song, especially the little computer voice in the background. Like Pac-Man has come to life to boogie just for me, said Whitney Pastorick of Entertainment Weekly. That's right, we're talking Earth, Wind, and Fire's Let's Groove on Cover Me. That's right, it's Cover Me, the only podcast that compares famous songs to their many cover versions to find out which one slices it right. I'm your host, as always, The Snake, joined by my groovy co-host. Groovy, Alex Mildenberger, with his Alex own personal Pac-Man. Mildenberger, my own personal Pac-Man. <laughs> what is going on? Oh, you know, keeping it together, man. Yeah, just grooving. real out there, just grooving. Just grooving um, out here. What the... My like like Pac-Man's coming out. I guess we'll talk about that more when we talk about the, the instrumentation. What an insane quote! Yeah, I mean, I guess any computer voice you say like, "Oh, it sounds like computer games." If that's what yeah. you're thinking of, especially like, would this have been '86 where it was written? Like, um, yeah, I believe it was a contemporary quote. Yeah, I've been like, Pac-Man was or '81 was when it came out. Yes. Uh, Pac-Man Machines, Man Machine Original. Uh, yeah, it would have been, yeah, 1980. So, like, Pac-Man was huge at the time, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay, so, here we go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So anyway. we're talking Earth, Wind, and Fire today, Alex. Yeah, interesting. I mean, I didn't really think of any of that uh, Disco Sucks stuff in the uh, when I was doing my research, but that's quite a story dog i had to reach so far because <laughs> like, okay. like the like usually i just check the wikipedia page for a song and it's like okay that's like like gives you an idea yeah, there's a story there's a story this one was like this guy wrote it did pretty good <laughs> yeah oh, and i okay. mean i try to 
I remember if there was a quote or yeah, I was reading like a breakdown about it or something. And they were like, yeah, it's literally like it's called Let's Groove. They came up with the groove and then they play it for like five and a half minutes. Yeah. And they have lyrics about dancing. Yeah. To the groove. And it's a solid groove. Yeah. It fucking rocks. Yeah. But like, that's what it is. <laughs> I learned to play it on bass this week because I was like, yeah, it sounds pretty simple. Like the bass line, I was like, dun, 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 I'm like, oh, cool, I got it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Alex, you big Earth, Wind, and Fire Earth, guy. Wind, Fire. I mean, no, <laughs> I cannot say that I am. That said, if they come up, I'm like, like, I can't. You can't not be into it. You yeah, know? they they're infectious, man. Uh, we ta- we talked about September, of course. Um, we, we haven't not in an official capacity did we not no we haven't so that's the other that's another one of our in the classic cover me move we have not talked about earth wind fire's biggest hit but now we're talking about like a less big hit. did we what did we do why did i listen to september so much because it was september <laughs> i guess so i could have sworn we actually covered it no dog we have not i was oh. going to do it because there was one year I would say going to do it. I found out afterwards that we should have done it because the 21st night of September was a Tuesday and we could have had it released. Well, yeah, we've talked about doing it we've, before. We've talked about doing it. I can't believe we haven't done it. No, we haven't done it. Huh. Um, but we're doing Let's Groove instead. So, so I just yeah, listened to it a ton. <laughs> yeah, it's a great song. Okay, yeah, it's great. Uh, so yeah, we're talking, we are talking about Let's Groove. Or Let's Groove, their number two hit on Spotify. Um, Alex, as I understand, you weren't familiar with the song until this week? No, I didn't recognize it. Um, I just really don't know Earth, Wind, and Fire. That's fair. Like this is all. like a song I didn't know that I knew, but then uh, my partner and previous guest, Greta, was like singing it once. I was like, wait, I know that song. <laughs> this is the, the, the chord. Let the groove. <laughs> You're like, oh, yeah. Like, I know that song. <laughs> yeah, um, I, it, yeah. I mean, yeah, and it's all about, it's all about dancing. It's uh, all about dancing. I was looking them up a bit, though. Looking up Earth, Wind, and Fire. There's yes. so many members and former members. Like, huge list. I mean, They're yeah, we were They've just talking about the Yardbirds. We, we have another similar and this is, lot amount of people. Yeah, a very similar setup. Kind of cycle out. Largely led by this Maurice White. Yes. Um, who passed away a few years ago, but he founded it and kind of was the band leader uh, for a long time. And we're also sort of here to talk about um, Fred White, who yes. I think is half-brother. Um, okay. And he was the, the or a drummer in the band. A drummer, Definitely yeah. dr- on this song was the drummer. Mm-hmm. And also percussion. General percussion. General percussion. Um, in the credits. So... He yeah he, no he passed away on January first I I messed up in the last episode. Oh, you said Jeff Beck passed. I said away Jeff on Beck January died 1st. on January first, but that's actually no, Fred White. Fred White. Um, I got got my notes mixed up. Who killed Beck? Yeah, um, we gotta go back. Beck died on the tenth. He died 10th. January tenth. Okay, it was close. Yeah. There's only one le- number, one digit off. Uh, I'll, I'll, I'll digitally edit you on that last episode there. I'll just fill in. January 10th. 10th. Um, <laughs> yeah. Yes. So, so yeah, we're talking about They're also one passed. of the best. They're on the best selling artist list. I looked it up. They're sandwiched between Meatloaf and Cher, which I think checks out. That, ch- that checks out to me. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, they're big, huge guys. And 
you know what? Yeah, disco, funk, other genres, they're in there, man. Uh, other associated genres? Other associated genres? That's their business. Yeah. Oh, what else? Jazz, R&B, soul, funk, disco, pop, Latin, Afropop. That's what it says on their Wikipedia page. Yeah, I would believe all of those. Kalimba sound. Kalimba Dynamic sound. horns. Yeah. I'm yeah, these are all Wikipedia. things that appear here. Um, and on this track, the, the predecessor to, to like Daft Punk sounds. Because of the vocoder. Because of that vocoder. Which is used fairly prominently. Yeah, it's unexpectedly even. Yeah, and in some extra places that, I don't know, it comes up a few times. Yeah, comes up a few times. Um, um, but that, that vocoder is saying something, Alex. It's got lyrics. It does. What is it saying? Um, it's saying we can boogie down, down up on down. Oh, this genius annotation says it just says down down. Yeah, it does say that, but I don't know if I believe that genius. Yeah, I, I was trying to listen first. to it too. Down down. Down off. It kind of sounds like off all, which isn't yeah. a word you may notice. It isn't a word. Yeah, it uh, could just be a noise. Yeah. But I, some of the covers also interpret as down up on down. Okay. They, they, so I it's it. like, what is it? And here's the thing, Alex. It doesn't fucking matter. From no, it doesn't matter standpoint. much, does it? Especially like the he's talking about boogieing, about how yes. we can boogie, but mm-hmm. primarily what's happening here is we're we're get we're getting introduced to the to the groove. Mm-hmm. Because that's what they're doing on the vocoder is the groove. The groove, yeah. And it, like it's yeah, it's very simple. This song once you get into it instrumentally but and also there's a lot of words that they use to say like we're dancing yeah some of those words let's groove tonight yeah share the spice of life um we were just talking about words that you can replace with other words in songs to be funny yeah and and you mentioned ice can be replaced with ass yep in some context would that work here alex instead of spice yeah Share the ass of life. I mean, it Share really the depends. Ass of life. <laughs> I think it works. I think it works. Does it also work then for nice and other and other ice ending words? Oh, you could do anything that ends in ice. That's true. I meant to actually ask you this off air, but since we're now on air, and I thought about it again, <laughs> let's do it. Yeah, no, it works. Honestly, and ice and ass. Um, we talked about uh, love and glove. Love it's a little love. more of a non sequitur, but it's a classic. It's a classic. Um, eye and thigh is a good one I like. Or should I say thigh-like? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, good stuff. Groove and boob, not actually. No, let's boob tonight. Doesn't share the ass of life. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's this song. Um, not the uh, real li- lyrics. Life and wife is a good one, too. Life and wife. Um, Except if you do it on heroin by Velvet Underground. It's my life. Yeah, he's just flipping <laughs> it's them. It's my wife, and it's my wife. Oh. <laughs> All right. Yeah, yeah, you're just doubling up on your Borat references there. <laughs> it's my right. wife. It's my it's wife. my wife. <laughs> we get it. Oh, man. Uh, share the spice of life. Baby, slice it right. We're going to groove tonight. Yeah, it's all kind of vaguely groovy, kind of slang sounding things about how we're going to dance. And maybe, I mean, anything that's about dancing sounds a bit sexual, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. 
So you got that, and like slice it right. Is that is that a sex thing? I guess it I could think that's be. about like cutting up the dance floor. It probably is, right? So not just like dance, but dance well. Yeah, like you are tearing it up, tearing it up, yeah, in a good way, and you're gonna groove, and it's tonight because that's when you dance is nighttime. Yeah, it's it's about being in the moment. No bro. matinee it's about the dances. Now. Yeah, no matinee dances, no daytime dances. No, you gotta stay up late. That's right. I had a job in the daytime. I can't groove. Um, let this groove get you to move. It's all right, all right, all right. Let this groove set in your shoes, so stand up. All right, all right. We're still dancing, man. Yeah, I, let's I do dance. like songs that are about getting your shoes funky, you know? It was like, obviously, it's your feet. We're talking about mm-hmm. feet or shoes. I don't want to dig into that too much, but, you know... Can't heat in your heels, all that kind of heels. stuff. Yeah, it's the fact stuff. that I like it that, that you feel something in your feet is like, yeah, it's kind of cool. Like you gotta, you just it's it's, it's contained. It's con- feet contain the funk. You just have to let it out, and you that's just have to let it out. Yeah. Works on a second level because your feet can also smell, which is sometimes called a funk. Funk, that's true as well. And then, so, the, of course, you know, music is usually heard by the ears. So then, to associate the power of music to to correspond directly to the feet. It's like, hey, forget about your ears. Just feel the groove, brother. Yeah. It's, uh, yeah, don't, you don't need to think about it. It's all, it's already in your yeah. feet. It's natural. It's in the Bypassing. feet. The feet don't think. Yeah. Feet just move. Feet Ooh, just yeah. move. So stand up. Because this groove is, is all right. Let it, allow the groove to get to you. They're even saying, like, just don't fight the music. Just groove. Let it groove on by. A groove on night. Gonna tell you what you can do with my love. That's very awkwardly chopped up. <laughs> Gonna tell on... you what you can do with my love. All right. Yeah. All right. Let you know, girl. You're looking good. You're out of sight. All right. Just well, let's talk about that first. That's okay. <laughs> I guess that is one thought, and then the next thing's another thought. I guess. Yeah. <laughs> but I mean, it's still more talking about dancing, more metaphors for. Not even a metaphor and yet. And we're dipping in a little of that horniness. Tell, tell you what you can do with my love. We're, yeah. Sex is on the table now, right. Alex. There's love involved. It's Intimacy not just is on the table, I should say. Not just dancing. Yeah. Um, he's talking to a girl, or yeah. somebody's referring to his girl, uh, and they're looking good. But they're also they're out of good. sight. How can they be out of sight? They're looking they good, but they're out of sight. You can't see them, but... Oh, Alex, you square. You, you utter <laughs> I don't understand. I don't understand this, this, uh, this slang. Be- being out of sight means to be cool, Alex. Come on. Ooh, that's Jeez. pull pull your head out of a book and go go outside every <laughs> go once outside. in a while. That's the square is a book apparently. That's that's the square. Yeah. Hey, get that nose out of a book, and then somehow call me a cat. Cat, a raw cat. Well, that was a reference to last week for you yep. people. But to us, mere moments ago. Um, all right, just move yourself and glide like a 747 and lose yourself in the sky among the clouds in the heavens. Gods. So, I mean, 747 is usually used as a shorthand for an airplane. Is the fact yes. that it's large have anything to do with it? Probably not. She got a big old butt. Or Maybe. <laughs> Could be. I don't know Could if that be. was their concern in, uh, in 81. <laughs> But it's just like, yeah, it's shorthand for... Yeah, shorthand for airplane. a plane. And, and, and they, they move so easily. They glide. To glide is quite an easy form of movement. 
yeah, just letting it happen. But you're also yeah. losing yourself in the sky, which here is also the groove, I guess. Yeah, the groove. Um, but there's also, uh, you know, reference to heaven's gods. Yeah, so maybe more than the groove, this is the synthesis of the groove dancing and the environment itself. And becoming, like, raising to a higher level. Yes. Um, through dance. Through dance. And only dance has nothing to do with being high. As we know, songs about airplanes are just about airplanes. <laughs> just about planes. And never anything else. We learned that on 8 Miles High. Planes, so we learned that on 8 Miles High. Um, it's, just a, it's just a song about traveling. Yep. Nothing else. Nothing else. Let this groove light up your fuse. Oh, shit. Now we got lighting up. <laughs> yeah. What? <laughs> Damn it, Alex. We might have been wrong. <laughs> oh, no. No, it's, it's just right. about dynamite. They're going to explode because they're right. dynamite. Dynamite. Well, so you know that slang, but you don't know how to cite, huh? I see how it is, Alex. <laughs> yeah. Um, anytime two slang terms rhyme, I have to jettison the meaning of one <laughs> and only take the other. Like, I only got room for one of these. Yeah. Um, yeah. So that's the the different line in this one is let it light up your fuse because let this groove set in your shoes. We've already talked about. True. We've talked about the shoes. Um. Yeah. Let the groove make you feel We're good. Light up your shoes. fuse. Get you dancing. It's all set right. In shoes set in your shoes. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So do you? So probably. So possibly some like light reference to drugs or at least feeling. High, you know, could just be a feeling. Yeah, it could just be a feeling. It's just yeah, they're placing responsibility on the groove. Yeah, let this groove light up your fuse. True, that's the thing that's doing it. Yeah, Com- perhaps comparing it to any. I guess feeling high wouldn't necessarily like we associate being high with drugs, of course, but it just means feeling good, right? Yeah, it's like when the Flintstones talk about like being core. gay. The f- see the Flintstones. Yeah, we'll have okay. a gay old time. Oh yeah, yeah, in the song. Yeah, right, right. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, yeah, that's not <laughs> body. I'm feeling so gay right now. <laughs> well, ah. <laughs> hey, what's going on, there, Fred? Uh, anyway, damn, Alex. <laughs> <laughs> so well, I did just Barbara watch the Flintstones meet the Frankenstones. Oh, you so. did? Yeah, you're primed for this. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, sometimes in previous generations. Words like high have more broad connotations yeah. than they do today. Yeah, I'm saying is, could be drugs. doesn't have to be. Could be drugs. I, I don't think it is. Yeah. Um, let me tell you what you can do with my love, all right? Got to let you know, girl, you're looking good. You're out of sight. We get that again. Boom. You think it's the same verse? Think again. Not quite. Just tell the DJ to play your favorite tune. Then you know it's okay. What you found is happening now. It's happening now. It's about living in the moment. Mm-hmm. Kind of. Well, you got to tell a DJ to play your favorite tune, so I guess you're kind of waiting for that moment. Yeah, and then now it's happening. Finally, your song. Because he's got to finish his other song. Now it's happening. You know it's okay. Which is to say, I feel like there's not a ton of layers to this song. No, it's just like, it is good to dance with people. Yeah, like, yes, it is. I happen to agree. Um, And there's a girl, and they're looking good. Yeah. And something else. I I don't understand it. They're, uh, they're out of sight, Alex. Which yeah. means they're within sight, but they're very cool. They're very, very cool. Even when you can see them, even though they're out of sight. Yeah, 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 yeah. Huh. It's like dynamite. Think about dynamite. Dynamite. So when, it, when it explodes is when it's at its coolest, but that's actually when the dynamite itself disappears. But you could still see out it. Out of sight. Because of the explosion. See, 
Yeah, the effects of it, the explosion. Okay. Now you're going to forget dynamite. It's going to be a whole fucking problem. What is this dynamite? Are we blowing something up? <laughs> well, what uh, the hell? Um, is anyway. that all for... Indiv- you'll find peace of mind on the floor. Yeah, there's a bridge. Time. Yeah. Come and see. <laughs> Come you see and me. you and me. Give a little sign. I'll be there after a while. If you want my love, we can boogie on down, down, boogie on down. Boogie sound down, up on down, <laughs> down, boogie on down, down, we boogie on down, on down, 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 boogie down, on down, down, boogie, boogie sound. sound, down, upon down. Um, um, I, I kind of like the bridge um, because we, you know, we've kind of got two things going on in this song. We've got the kind of relationship, but not really. Like there's just another person there. Yeah. Um, there's the narrator, there's another person, and then there's the dancing, the groove. And mm-hmm. it becomes more obvious in the bridge that they're like, oh, I'm here to dance. Like this, between us, it can happen or not. Yeah. Like, <laughs> like if you're into it, come check it out, right? But like, I'm going to be dancing because that's... That's right. That's what I'm here for. And, and you want to dance with me? We can dance together. Yeah, give a little sign. I'll be there. After yeah. a while, I got to do whatever dance that I'm doing, and then you and I can <laughs> <Yeah>. dance together. <laughs> the dancing is the important part. Yeah. Maybe maybe there's more. But yeah. the dancing has to happen first, because that's what we're about. That's right. And so it's I the, like the joy of flirtation, I think, yeah. more than this is like a straight love sign. It's about just flirting with people on the dance floor. Yeah. That, having like, a good time dance, with other people. Flirt. If you want my love, we can try it. Come on over this way. We'll groove tonight. Put on your favorite fucking record. Ask the DJ kindly to play some of that rhythm and blues music. And I mean, there's quite a bit left in the song. Yes. That said, is repeating. It's all repeated lines at this point. Share the spice spice of life. life. Slice it right. Slicing it right. We're grooving tonight. We're boogie sound, boogie down. All right. Let your fuse in your boogie shoes. Um, yeah, it's using a lot of the same rhymes too, yeah. right? Like, just kind of shifting them around a little bit. Yeah. Like, all we got to do is say light, life, all right, uh, shoes, shoes. Um, the other word that he rhymes with shoes, which is fuse, um, groove. Yeah, a lot of let this groove just yeah. move. Move. So yeah, there's a lot of repetition in this song. A lot of repetition, and it is, it, it's like pure pop, like drugs. It's like, baby, this is a song, a dance song about how good it is to dance to this song. Also, there's a light <laughs> implication of romance. Yeah. But I, like, I, yeah. You, you that take just gets the people it going. Yeah. It's like, hey, it's about the dancing, and then we love to dance, and you might want to dance with somebody you love, and you might love to dance with them. Let's fucking dance. Let's to dance. this song. That's the important part. In fact, let's groove. Let's groove. Yeah, and there it is. Craziest thing is it's called Let's Groove, and the, but the, the chorus is Let This Groove. Yeah, all the pre-chorus is Let's Groove Tonight. Ah, uh, you got and me there, let Alex. This groove. Let's Let groove tonight. tonight. It's all right, all right. All right. All right. That's the other thing. We didn't talk much about that, and maybe we'll cover it. Well, I'll talk about it now. Yeah, um, things get, get stretched out. Things get moved around, you know? Yes. We, we, read, we always do, you know, read the lyrics very sterile. Yeah. <laughs> but in particular on this song, it's a lot of, you know, stretching and moving and, and, and replacing. Yeah, just move syllables in your and body. Um, and something that 
I do like they do on the verses in particular is kind of they're sort of split in half. You get the first half, which is faster, and then in that back half, it like you were just singing, right? Yeah, it stretches them out a little bit more, and I, I like that contrast between the first. Yeah, and it is half. very distinct because yeah, it's let's groove tonight, and it's stop, it's done, yeah. it's to come, the spice of life, boom. And then it, yeah, it goes into let's groove Yeah, so yeah, you got a good distinction there. Like a 747. And yeah, you want to talk about the horniness, like light in the lyrics, but once you start getting into a bit of that smooth, like the actual singing, it's it's yeah, we know what's going on. We know what's happening. <laughs> yeah, um, I guess, yeah, a little more implication from the actual delivery. Yeah, but also dancing is is in some ways sometimes horny. So it's like it is. Oh, it's just part of the vibe, man. Um, what else is part of the vibe here is that vocoder, though. Oh yeah, and uh, we already talked about the vocoder. I mean, that's how we get introduced to the to the groove itself, um, and then it kind of moves to the bass after that. Yeah, with that vocoder still sticking around, but. Yeah, the bass is there, and then you get like just some bit of ambient noises. We get some horns that kind of jump in briefly there. Bit of drums. They're prepping you. They're getting you ready for for the groove. Yeah, you know what I kind of like about this. I mean, we you already mentioned Daft Punk. Um, yeah, and the way they use the vocoders, or just the fact that they use vocoders, I should say. You know, it's a little. It's got that like synthy, like retro futurist thing. Yeah. Right? And I it kind of like I was looking at this album art for for this Rays Rays record and it kind of has that too because it's a like an Egyptian looking yeah, that's building like I guess metallic or yeah, something. One half is old like stone and the other half yeah. looks like a kind of cyberpunk city. Yeah. sort of thing. Um and like the top is like a satellite dish, but maybe it's a speak loudspeaker and like there's pipes and stuff, even mm-hmm. though they both kind of fit the same design. So you got that kind of like futurist look, and then you've got this song, which is you know really funk, uh, but they incorporate these electronic elements with the um, with the vocoder and stuff. It's more like robotic sounding. Um, yeah, it's cool. So one of the cool things aesthetic. they they call this the genre post disco, and apparently it's the defining elements are like electronic sounds. And like a, a stripping down of like disco style. I mean, how can you get more stripped down than a song that is based around a two-bar groove? Yeah, uh, <laughs> that ba-dum, 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 is ba-dum. Uh, five and a half minutes long, and is mostly just about how great this two-bar groove is and how much you can dance to it. Yeah, I mean, yeah, exactly. Stripped down, <laughs> it's like it's yeah. Just take the core of what disco is, which is something to dance to. And then play around with how you're producing that noise. It's a vocoder, it's a bass, it's and then we're playing some fucking drums and some horns around it. Like Yeah. Yeah. Oh, other element, forgot to mention, gated reverb claps. Mm. On the sort of downbeat. Oh, that's right. You really get that tail on them. Yeah, you do. Um other elements uh after i mean we're mostly talking about the intro it doesn't change a ton you know because we're still based around that groove but you get stuff like once you get to the chorus it brings in the like funky guitar yeah very important very important um, that like classic funk guitar that little yeah 
Exactly. Exactly. And then the delivery of the chorus, as opposed to the verses, you get a good contrast there because you get the sort of lower, chesty delivery in the verse. And then once you get to the chorus, they move into this falsetto. That's right. Um, Which, you know, that's the sort of stuff you hear in Earth, Wind, and Fire. In the two songs I know, they do it in both of them. So, (laughs) good stuff, you know? Yeah. Oh, yeah, it's like, because they've got this great vocal range, so you go from the, let this groove, to, go tell you. (laughs) Yeah, in the lower. Cool contrast, cool sound. Yeah. Love it. Um, And yeah, it hits that, like, hype up of, like, this is a big dance hall, and then that intimacy of, like, making eyes at one person on the dance floor. Of having those two things. Yeah. Yeah. Because you get the sort of chorus with the falsetto, and then you get to one person singing. I think that's Maurice White singing? I believe you are correct there, Alex. The man with the receding afro. Oh, what a look. What a powerful look. Yeah, that's great. That's awesome. We talked talked about uh, David Crosby, who had signature long hair, and despite his his receding hairline, kept it to the end. Yeah. Maurice White, another man who refused to let the hairstyle die. Good on him. Excellent. You'll love to see it, folks. What a guy. Um, Killer Horns on this. Of course. They're they're coming more on the the chorus, I believe. (laughs) I just found a note that says, I'm noticing the... And I didn't finish that sentence, so I don't know what I noticed. (laughs) Oh, fuck. It was on the chorus. (laughs) Um, Yeah, Doug. Yeah, it's um it's a it is a groove. It is a groove. The groove keeps going. The uh there's a few going. variations, you know, as they go, like uh in the verse or is it in the verse? Uh oh, the vocoder yeah. cuts out for the chorus yeah. as well as the horns, but they kind of come back later. Um verse is a little more chilled out, kind of focuses on those vocals, as you mentioned, a little lower, a yeah. little more personal perhaps. Uh you start to get electric piano playing the harmonies. Um, yeah, that's also the part where, you know, I was mentioning before where the vocals are a little faster in the first half and they kind of stretches things out in the second half. Yeah. Um, yeah. um, on the second chorus, they bring in these on the backing vocals. Mm-hmm. So you get a little, so like the groove stays steady. And so like Earth, Wind and Fire, obviously a very strong <laughs> choral singers they bring in a lot of these like it's that's the kind of the interest element that's what they add and alter to make the song move beyond like little just being bits a simple groove add to the groove yeah things that are also groovy it's about being groovy it's about being groovy and they certainly deliver that instrumentally here and and vocally yeah, and as um, repetitive as the song is, like that adds to the groove. I remember learning a bit about like funk specifically, and they were talking about how like sometimes in a funk song, you just like compared to other genres, you basically just like don't change chords because you're like it's too funky. So we're gonna stay on the set like harmonically, we're not right. changing chords. Um, compared to like some jazz songs that are like change chords every half measure. <laughs> That even that's fast, but yeah, um, but that's you know, um, where they're like, we're gonna that, stay here for a while. There's that bassist for uh, yeah, I think Larry Graham Jr. for Sly and the Family Stone, okay, who has I think it's him who has that video. 
might be somebody else. No, Bootsy Collins is maybe who I'm thinking. I don't fucking know. But he does that, like, he's like, oh, fuck, bass is easy. You just got to come back to the root. It's, oh, <laughs> yeah. I remember As he, like, plays the root and then just fucking, <laughs> like, does a bunch of crazy shit and, like, hits the root again. And you're like, okay, yeah, I guess. Yeah, that's funky. Okay. Don't so, fully yeah, like, understand I'm, why, but. That, but that, that plays to that same philosophy you just described there. It's like, well, yeah, we're staying in the same chord. We're just doing a lot of funky stuff around it. Come back again. Is that it? Nope. Funk bass. Funk. I'll have to find it. Uh, fucking. Anyway, good stuff. Um, the bridge. It's actually a middle eight. It's eight bars. Yes. And then the, well, it's kind of interesting because if you look at what's called the bridge in the um genius lyrics it is more than what i would consider to be the middle eight uh because the middle eight um is those first couple lines and then that's when they change it up um and then they go back into the groove after eight bars yeah Um, so that is yeah it kind of goes down to the drums and the claps and there's some horns in there too and you get some harmony on the guitar and ep but you're not doing the groove anymore he's doing a smoother singing you know that you will find peace of mind on the floor yeah yeah bit peace of mind on the peace of mind it's doing that we drop the groove but we're like we got to get back to the groove that's what this is all about yeah and so we do and that's where it kind of comes back to the intro at that point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. More or less. And you get your like classic like outro techniques. We we do some vocal ad limbing. Because it's like bit. all outro from there. And the bridge is like two and a half minutes in. So there's yeah, that's three right. minutes left in the song. So yeah, the song is more outro than yeah. it is like any other part. Which is I mean that's kinda well, there's also a horn solo in there. Yeah. Um which is, oh, yeah, there's even a little guitar moment at the end of that, but it's very small. Yeah. Um, and then kind of moving into, yeah, the outro. And like you said, classic stuff. Backup singers are joining, do some of the ad lib stuff, starts to do lines from the pre chorus, sort of as yeah. ad lib style ad-libs. lines. Yeah, while they're um, doing the other parts. So it's like, let this groove. And they're like, just move. And it's, yeah. it's all layering over top of each other. Exactly. Yeah, fucking rocks. What a jam. Yeah. Grooves even, yeah. It boogies, and it it just fades out because you can't actually end this song. No, you just kind of have to loop it. There's no real, there's no way to do it. It's impossible. Yeah, once once you're in, you can't get out. Um, but yeah, that's the song. Uh, what it what a tough one to describe. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, well, it's super funky, and it repeats itself a lot, but like in a good way. In a good way, yeah. Um, check also, it out. Also, in a good way, this music video. Yeah. The first music video to be played on BET's Video Soul. Oh. It's break, breaking ground there. Um, created by a man named Ron Hayes, who used the very, very in vogue piece of analog computer system technology, the Scanimate. Scanimate. <laughs> um, which he uses to do a bunch of funky effects here. There's some really cool stuff. It's very. I assume this is all done like video effects. Yes. Like not with film. Um, it's, I think, a little fuzzier than I would expect from film. Mm-hmm. But yeah, you like you get shots of the band in like these wild, like neon environments, 
like the opening is them all on a stage or a large group of guys on a stage with like these yeah like neon bars all in triangles all around them yeah they're in this neon like outer space shot and like you, you talked about retro futurism like even the shit they're wearing is like yeah like space suits and i'm like amazed that like this is early 80 i feel like it's it's ahead of its time for early 80s yeah they know. are yeah in some ways ahead of it yeah it's like space with capes it's they were really onto something here that that daft punk really picked up on <laughs> yeah this is yeah this is a real aesthetic um very cool i also like i'm pretty sure the bass in the original is a synth bass Oh yeah, is so that why they got the guy on the keytar there? Well, I mean, they got a guy with a bass, but uh, that's just—I mean, obviously okay. they're all miming, but yeah, they just got to play around. Like, there's no bass in this song. Yeah, so you get a lot of shots of them in front of the Windows screensaver. You know, the stars shooting out <laughs> at you. Yeah, the stars <laughs> traveling through space. That's the background. Yeah, everyone's um, swaying. I mean, they're grooving. They're grooving. Of course, in in sync. Of course, because. It's the groove. It's the groove. Yeah, it is. It's, it unites us and it unites the band here. Um, best visual effect in this, and it's used several times, but its first appearance is around 105. Mm-hmm. The uh, like the after image effect of everybody. Oh yes, I mean uh, September is also kind of famous for that, right? Oh yeah, and that was I a number. So. Well, I say it's a number of years before. I don't know when the video was made. Yeah, I don't know if it was made in '76 or whenever that song came out. Um, it's the but, ninth month of the year. I'll tell you that. Oh, when is September? Um, <laughs> but yeah, a lot of stuff like that, like that after image effect, like you said, a lot of layering of stuff. So, like you'll see them; they're still in front of the screensaver, but like it'll be multiple superimposed headshots, kind of thing. Yeah, of different people uh, that are clearly not standing next to each other. And then, yeah, more shots of the band. Leaving, like, rainbow trails. Which yeah, is that the shit rocks. Movie. Yeah, very cool. Um, a lot of, like, really highly exposed shot. Like, there's another bit where the some of the band members are on, like, a glowing white floor. Yeah. And, and like, the background is totally black. And all the white on their outfits is just, like, glowing because they seem to be under some really bright spotlight. Um, yeah. Yeah, this is another shot that rocks because then they turn into like laser ghosts. <laughs> they as do. A s- small woman is projected, projected on a like a, a neon record. That's laser spinning. floor. Yeah, yeah, record, and then is dancing on that. Yeah, I mean everyone's dancing, of course, of constantly. Course, but she, she's kind of like taking front now, and like yeah, because they're even dancing behind her. Yeah, spinning. And they, they stick with this aesthetic for a bit because she stays on her platform, but then we get. Just the band, like, like swaying around her in this very fun shot where she's, like, now in rainbows. And they're all, like, they didn't know that that Ray was going to put a small woman there. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> How could they have, though? How could they? But they all have to look at the center spot and smile and sing. And, and sing, <laughs> yeah. Very funny. There's this bit where now it's similar, but it's just Maurice White. Yeah, just his floating Three head. times. <laughs> as she's now on, like, this this blooming flower. Yeah. There's some pretty wild visuals in this one. Yeah. It is, uh... 
in some ways it is just like you know you can turn on a visualizer for music now today and like <laughs> yeah a program can produce it all but here a man had to do it by hand yeah. and that makes it more beautiful <laughs> oh later on there's that dancing woman but there's a million of her and they're all different colors yeah yeah wild man that, oh my god, you know, the best use of this like after effects, like the, the rainbow like trail, comes around 250 when the horn player comes in. Oh yeah, and he moves like he does the circles. his trumpet around? Yeah. Yeah, that's very cool. Fucking whoa, rocks. Whoa, whoa. Kind of looks like an armadillo. Yeah, like Tarkus. <laughs> like Tarkus. <laughs> uh, it all comes back to Tarkus. <laughs> Listen dog, we're gonna become the Tarkus podcast. <laughs> Except I think uh, most of our Tarkus talk has been off air, so anybody listening. Never even like, listened to Tarkus. No, me neither. I know Tarkus more as like a very small villain in I think the first part of JoJo's Bizarre Adventure. I don't even remember. It's that. there's the two guys. Oh, there This is the guy who cuts the he cuts what's his name in half? Yeah, um Zeppeli. Yeah. Yeah, Spoilers he's the big burly guy. JoJo's part Bizarre one Adventure. of JoJo. Yeah. Yeah. That's Tarkus. That. That's the only thing I know Tarkus for. <laughs> Tarkus. <laughs> uh, music video. Yeah. And then it they kind of ends with the, they're in that same like neon triangle and are backing up instead of coming out. That's right. Yeah. They it's leave because yeah. you had to let people know that the people weren't the staying in your television back then. Yeah. You get scared. You're like, well, where did they go? <laughs> the tiny now you know are, they've are, left. Are they've now. walked away. The tiny okay. men are going now. <laughs> Coming up next, more tiny people. It's okay. Thank you. <laughs> Why are they all so small? Um, <laughs> yeah, honestly, great, great visuals. Fuck yeah. I was like, Big this Scanimate is going to look like absolute trash. And then I watched the video. I was like, this rocks. I mean, it's retro, but like, it doesn't sure. look bad. Mostly because like, what it, it's not trying to look like anything else, you know? Like Yeah, so it has no choice but to just to. be an aesthetic. And you're like, yeah. okay, it's cool. It's like, I mean, we can watch The Lord of the Rings and complain about CGI fish, and believe me, I will. Oh, you better, because holy crap. <laughs> um, but, like, that, this isn't trying to look like anything real or any fish in particular. No, yeah, if they had tried to look like fish on this, we might have had some <laughs> troubles. And even, like, their space shots are so, like, like they're just like, well, it just, just stars shooting past. It's easy. White yeah. dots on a black screen. It's like, yeah. yeah, you can't fuck that one up. No? Yeah, it's good stuff. It's good stuff. Um, less good R&B uh, boy bands from Australia. CDB in 1995. CDB. I wasn't, didn't Central Dandenong Boys Oh, I probably could have looked it up on their Uh, On their Wikipedia page I don't, I should have looked up what Dandenong is I'm assuming it's, oh it's in It's in Australia, it's in It's in Melbourne Yeah Melbourne, it's Victoria. Place they're all from. Um, southeastern suburb. Yeah. Close to the so, CBD, the Central Business District. But that's that's not them. They're the Central Dandanandanong boys. Dandanand, yeah. So this CBD. was a sweeping hit CDB. in uh, Australia and New Zealand. Was it really? Oh, uh, yeah. Hit number two in Australia, number one in New Zealand. 
Uh, Greta had never heard of this group, though, presumably because she was three years old when this came out. Yeah, this. Oh man, the concept kind of yeah, what it's if, like a pop R and B thing. Yeah. Um, I I I'll do some like we talked about the Backstreet Boys. You know, I can do yeah. it sometimes, but I don't think this is very good. It's just extreme dilution. When we talked about the yeah. Backstreet Boys, they were the source, right? Right, Where, like it was original Backstreet Boys song. Whereas this, this it, they t- it took in some water going across the Pacific. Yeah. Yeah. And it is like so cheaper instruments. There's a vocoder, but it's it's less cool sounding. The whole thing um, sounds very compressed and not really yes. like in a good way. Like it sounds like incorrect. Yeah, it sounds yeah. Compressed. Like especially those horns. They're very cheap nineties synth. <laughs> yes, definitely. Uh move to that synth. Very questionable synth. Um, and other than that, it sounds just very like straightforward. Like they're just kind of doing the pop R&B thing. There's not a whole lot even going on during the verses. Um, some vocal flourishes in in the chorus, you know, yet like some runs and some little ad lib lines. Which, oh, yeah, you're classic. I don't think their uh, runs are that good. <laughs> no, they're very cheap. It's like... Oh, 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 oh. Um... That one synth was okay. Got some like pitch bend effect thing going on. Oh yeah, like um, a like an electric flute sounding thing or something, kind of. Yeah. Somewhere I don't even remember where it was. I forgot to write down a timestamp. Right. Um, no, this one. Ne- it's no. Sorry. Go ahead. Oh, I was gonna say what they needed more of. There's one bit where they say, "Take it back to the funk now." Oh yeah. Uh, more of that. Yeah. The best part of this is where you almost think they say, "We gotta fuck now." <laughs> <laughs> And yet, no. No, they say, we got the funk now. And then, yeah, afterwards they say, take it back to the funk now. They yeah. did need to take it back to the funk. A little more of that, um, but not really. Yeah, it doesn't really show off the group until maybe the end a bit, but then it just kind of falls flat. Yeah, there's just like no, it's got nothing to stand on. Like like the boy banding isn't done well. The the funk isn't there, even though they they reference it several times. The instruments are cheap. It's uh, it just feels like they needed to get another song out, and they're like people liked Earth, Wind, and Fire in 1981. And it mere, worked mere for them apparently. Ago. Yeah, but yeah, not a huge fan. Not a huge um, fan. I think uh, the music yeah. video kind of also shows the same things we've been talking kind of about. Um, like it's just mostly them. It's like cutting between a few scenes. Uh, they're kind of in front of the green screen. They're walking at times. Sometimes it's just shots of a party and it's not even clear. It seems like a completely separate party. Later on, you see they're at the party. Yeah. So yeah, it's like they could have had a story here if they thought about it for two seconds. Cause yeah, they do arrive. We see a party and then they do arrive at this party and it's like, well, that's good. That's good storytelling. We know there's a party. Yeah. But we're mostly these weird shots of them in front of a green screen of what I what I assume is like the Melbourne skyline. Yeah. That's what it seems to be. Maybe it's even their neighborhood, the neighborhood. And like what are we yeah, maybe it's central Dandenong. Dandenong. Is that like an industrial area, maybe? Maybe. Maybe it was under construction back then. Yeah, like, and what are we supposed... Because there, like, there is... So there, like, Suburb. There's such a simple concept here where 
you could either have them, because they even have shots of them in the back of the car or whatever, have them get into the yeah. party, arriving at the party, making eyes with some honeys. It's actually and the same car honeys. from Don't Look Back in Anger. Is it? No, I don't know. <laughs> you fucker. <laughs> but, like, you could have a very simple plot structure on this, and it would elevate the video, like, a thousand times. At least a bit, yeah. There's not just not much going on. Mm-hmm. And then at the end, there's, like, some... They're at a dance, and it's, like, kind of semi-choreographed that occasionally do moves that seem like they're together. Yeah! But it's all very loose and doesn't really amount to much. So that would be another thing, is, like, have a bad party, and then the CDB shows up. And they say, hey, we're going to get this thing together, people. We're going to show y'all how to dance. And then they all dance together and everybody loves it. But they don't work that out either. So yeah, yeah, we just got a loose collection of of like looking at the dudes' faces. We see every one of the CDBs. They get a little camera time. (laughs) Which is good. There's three to four gentlemen. I thought there was like five. I could be wrong. Um, They started as three. Oh, no, you're right. There are four. There's four on the album artwork, which is the essential CDB. Okay. Maybe I just, like, wasn't paying attention enough, so I built a a new one out of it. No, they are exactly the the same as the Backstreet Boys. Yeah. Including member count. I'm pretty sure there's five Backstreet Boys. You you know what? I'll take your word for it, Alex. Anyway. Um, Yeah, yeah, that's this video. That's the song. Not very impressive. About this one. Let's talk about Chris Delano in uh, 2008. Let's groove tonight. Share the spice of life Baby, slice is right We're gonna grow tonight Yeah, Chris Delano, a Brazilian North American artist. Yeah. As far as I can born tell, they were Texas. born in Texas and then moved to Brazil at some point. Yeah, maybe. Wrote a book. They like Bossa Nova, I can tell you that. They do like Bossa Nova, because this is like a Bossa Nova version. It is. That's they they put that right in the title so Relaxing you know for sure. Bossa Lounge. Yes, brackets, Bossa version. Bossa version. Um and yeah, it's Bossa. Um I there's another one that kinda has some Bossa Nova in it. Um Yeah. If uh but this one it's got so, you can do some swaying, you know? You can sway to this. And the guitar part is actually fairly intricate, you know? There's some oh, intertwining yeah. guitar parts. So I did kind of like that stuff. But you definitely get the like fairly straightforward like bossa nova you get the guitars soft guitars and like some of that like electric piano or jazz organ and then the bossa nova beat of course yeah it's got the feeling of just being at like a like a resort like boss always makes me feel like yeah the beach resort at sunset at sunset that's it so that's a decent feeling yeah, and like compared to the later version, uh, which I had accidentally which placed had, earlier yeah, in the playlist, which I had also done first. Um, I think this one's a better bossa version. Yeah, better, I also uh, like this one a little more. Better construction of like a because like you, she couldn't bring the groove to this. There's no chance of her bringing the groove here. No, but it still has like something. Like it has some rhythm. Yeah, and uh, like soft, gentle. Like we could maybe be intimate to this music vibes. Yeah. Um, so I actually did enjoy this one. There are a few more elements that yeah. I wanted to call out. Um, I, the, this one really dragged out the back half of those verses. Oh yeah. Um, which I kind of like, you know, it's bossa nova. It's got some of that like chill feeling. And I felt mm-hmm. like that really lent itself to that. 
Yeah, I think that was a smart uh, move. Nicely. Um, also like the the way the backups swell during the middle eight. So the other things swell, but I really noticed how the voices um, do that there. That's like yeah. two and a half minutes in kind of thing. Yeah, let me take a look at that moment. I can't find it though. No, I can't find it either. Yeah, but it's yeah, it's exactly what you come to expect from a boss cover. We talked about a lot of these in our day. It's like if you want to relax but still listen to Let's Groove, you're like, I can't dance right now. At least not too hard. <laughs> I gotta be chill about this. I gotta be chill. Chuck on Chris Delano. Yeah. Um, and that's really all I gotta say about this one, Alex. Mm-hmm. I don't have a whole lot else either. Which means we gotta move on to Cartoon Johnny in 2008. Johnny like a like a penis. Is that what it's supposed to be? I don't know. Because I googled Cartoon Johnny and it was like Johnny Bravo. No. Yeah, that's what it gave me too. So. It's <laughs> That's good. Um, I always just think of this, the Alice Cooper song, Jackknife Johnny, because it's the same number of syllables. <laughs> I don't know that song. It's off of... Uh, it's off the... I can't even remember the name. It's got... I was going to say, it's the one where his face is on it, and that's like <laughs> half oh, of yes, Alice Cooper's albums. Um, is it The Eyes of Alice? That could be it. Is it... From the inside? Yeah, that's the one. Okay. Yeah, where it's like his face, but it's like painted on a door or something like that. Yeah, oh, that's the why the lines down the center. I never really thought of that. Yeah, yeah, and it's all about like people in a in a mental assign- yeah, uh, asylum. Yeah, I think he went to like a sanitarium or something for alcoholism, okay. and it's like about people he met, something like that. Okay, Jackknife Johnny, Nurse Rosetta, Million Billy. I'm not um, sure if they're all real people, but yeah. that's the like concept. Yeah, as I understand. That makes sense. But yeah, this is not Alice Cooper. It's in fact an acapella group from Washington, D.C. Although I was looking at their um, Facebook page, and they don't call themselves acapella. They call themselves an all-vocal group with a rock band sound without instruments. Yeah, that's a roundabout way of saying your acapella. Which is the same as acapella, yeah. But they don't say it. And they don't have instruments, but they sure as hell do have a production team to put some filters on here. Yep, they do. They do that. Um, man, I didn't have much to say about this one. They do the voices. They sound fine. Yeah, like the, the bass vocoder voice. Sure, fine. Okay. It can be difficult to talk about acapella sometimes. It can be. Sometimes I just feel like I just don't have much to say, especially when, I mean, a lot of the times they're trying to cover closely, and part of the maybe appeal or part of the sort of trick is like, it sounds like there's instruments, but there aren't. Yeah, that's supposed to be like the marvel of it, right? It's like, yeah. I have no instruments up my sleeve, but behold, an and electric guitar. Just doesn't necessarily appeal to me. Nor does it translate, particularly when you take away the element of it being just your voice by putting it through the, the production process. Right. I guess, and also not being live is part yeah. of it. Yeah. Um, I like their backing did it doos though. As with most acapella, they're, you know, still skilled vocalists. 
I think you've said some some sweeping statements there that I disagree with. Okay. No. Yeah. Yeah. What? Uh, I'd I, say most I'm making acapella. an assumption. I'll admit. Most acapella. I, I like if you're talking about theoretically, and uh, this is nobody's been able to prove this, but theoretically, good acapella. <laughs> um, yeah, everybody's supposed to be a strong vocalist. Okay. Does you that? <laughs> you don't mean this version specifically. You just mean acapella in general. In general, it's true. I, we have come across a lot of questionable acapella. You're right. Um, yeah, and I think, but I think a lot of that it has to do with style, because I think a lot of the times when we see a situation where the vocalist just seems completely out of their depth is because they're singing a pop song and don't, or a rock song and don't really have like the right voice or the right vocal yeah. training. I think that's more the problem than lack of ability. Although there's definitely some like amateur groups we've heard that are very questionable in for sure ability. Um, I'm not crazy about the the female soloist on this either. I, I think that's part of it too. I don't think she's got really the voice for it. Yeah, and th- that's the thing with these guys is I felt they didn't take enough advantage of their their harmonies in unity because they could get some punch when they were singing together to sort of boost her, give her a boost. Yeah, to sort of boost it, but they weren't able to give it that arrangement. Yeah, I feel like we've come across that before. We haven't talked about acapella in a while. Which These guys slip through. Yeah. They slip through the cracks. Um, it's because, I mean, they got a rock band sound. Don't yeah, it's true. I, I listened to it. I was like, this is a rock band. Wow. I, they they band snuck right past me. Uh, I truly, honestly, I think I put Cartoon Johnny on, didn't really listen to it too closely, and I was like, they must be punk rock with a name like Cartoon Johnny. It sounds Johnny. like it, right? Cartoon Johnny? Because it sounds like it's a dick. Yeah. Sounds like it's literally a name saying drawing of a dick. Yeah, dick drawing. Cartoon dick drawing. Oh, my, name, my name is Richard Drawing. Anyway. Um, dick. Drawing. Dick drawing. In, in yes. conclusion, dick drawing. In conclusion, dick. And we're going to talk about... No, I don't got nothing. <laughs> Enough about speaking of names that end in Y, we're talking about Billy Crawford in 2009. Yeah. Billy Crawford, Alex, Filipino actor, musician, singer, dancer, comedian, and Television host, born in the Philippines, um, started his illustrious career singing in bowling alleys at the age of three. Yeah, real triple threat and then some. Yeah. Um, was a backup dancer for Michael Jackson at the MTV Music Video Awards, or Video Music Awards, rather, in 1995. Did some of the like talent show stuff. He was on like, feel, like the Idol and Got Talent shows in the Philippines. Yeah. Although I don't know if he competed or was a... Hmm. Well, his first record came out when he was 15. Oh, he's been around. He's yeah. been around, man. He started singing in bowling alleys at the age of three, Alex. Yeah, well, that's pretty young. I don't even know if I could enunciate properly at three, let alone sing. I can barely enunciate properly now. Yeah, I mean, I listened to some of our episodes. <laughs> I know. Anyone I listening know. to this knows? No, they know what we sound like. Um, but you know what this is for? What? It's for the grown folks, and it's for the young folks. I've been saying that. (laughs) 
<laughs> and so has Billy Crawford. Yeah. So, so <laughs> this one, this one to me more than the other ones feels like an update. Yes. Um, cause it's, it's just more in like the sort of pop vein. Um, and I, I tend to be more partial to sort of the original style. For that sure. said, I actually think this is a solid update overall. And comparing it to the previous couple versions, it definitely feels um, more, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Polished. Yeah. It brings the energy, too. Oh, yeah. It starts with that, like, heavy breathing thing that... <laughs> he does do that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you already know you're supposed to be out of breath. And you get big drum hits with that. Like, he knows he can't outfunk them, but he can maybe, through modern technology, like, out-hype them. We get record scratching near the start. We do. We got that vocoder still there. Um, They do, like, the horns are on synth. Yeah. But they're on synth. Still pretty exciting. Um, Yeah, his intro is a bit different, too, because he doesn't start with, like, the, the groove. Yeah. Um, although it does come in later. Um, and then there's like some of that vocoder sound and stuff. Um, but there's definitely, yeah, some more interesting things going on. Yeah. Which is cool. Yeah. And despite it relying on a, a pretty simple, it's like a very boots and cats drum. Mm-hmm. But they build enough off of it that it doesn't sound like some of the cheaper dance. Yeah, I was a little disappointed when I first heard that, but that's not all it is. Yeah. There's more to it. So it uses a lot of like echo on things when you get the out of sight line. It's like out of sight, out of sight, out of sight, out of sight. So yeah, ultimately, it's a poppy version. Yeah, but, some very but pop I think style vocals. Pretty successful one. You know, it 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 can groove. That's yeah, the most important thing. Synth strings going in. Yeah, you can dance to it, and it's not the infectious groove of the original, but it stands on its on its own two legs. Does a Definitely. good enough job. Definitely. Yeah. Um. What else do you know about this one, Alex? Do what do I know about this? What one? do you fucking know about what this do I one? No. I don't um, know, man. I think yeah. What I do think I know? We kind I don't of summed know. it up. No, yeah, I think update. That covers it. That's the that's what they do in this one. That's what they do in this one, and that's why we're going to talk about somebody else who did something to this one, and that someone is Mary Nelson in 2010. <laughs> Yeah, you ready to talk about Mary Nelson? In 2010, I sure am. The I'm still Swedish recording. American jazz yes, vocalist. You're still recording? Yes, I was... Uh, yeah, for some reason, I thought there were a few Mary Nelsons, but that's who it seems to be, because they have the accent. Yeah. So, the sort yeah. of Swedish-American accent. Yeah. That sort of jazz it's like accent-ish. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's just as a touch. Like, they put a little bit of sugar in there. Yeah, a little sugar. Um, so my progression of this one yes was i was quite enjoying the intro right and i was like "Ooh, i'm curious to see where we go from here and the answer is not really anywhere actually yeah that about sums it up doesn't it yeah i was quite disappointed after the intro because you get in the intro and it actually like it slowed down you kind of yeah. get the bass groove or the bass moves to the 
I think a guitar. Guitar, but like playing low. So you get yeah, some of that. Yeah, playing like... fairly low. Or it's a really bright bass yeah. or something. I, I don't know. Um, and the synth kind of doubles it for a bit. And then the voices come in a little later. And they get this like phaser effect going on. I thought that was cool. Yeah, we got like things happen. Things are interesting in the start yeah, here. They kind of start to get this like bossa flavor, which is, you know, yeah. jazz influence, definitely. Um, and that's the intro. And I was really excited about what was going to happen next. And yeah, they just, it's just like a very kind of soft version with critically no groove. No groove. That's the thing, right? Yeah. That's the biggest problem here, I think. Like, even the Chris Delano version has like some semblance of a groove to it. Yeah, you can kind of sway back, to it, kind of bop a little it. bit in a, in a bossa way. But yeah, yeah. this is. It doesn't have it. Yeah, this one is so lacking in, like, movement. Lacking in groove, it's... And more stripped down than the Chris Delano version. So there's just, like, nothing to hang your hat on. So strange. I just don't like that you'd make this and not... And, and, and there's, like, you can't move to it. No. Hardly. Yeah, I can't even picture her, like, singing this and even doing, like, little singer dances to it, you know? <laughs> yeah, it's, it's it's very... Word. Static. Uh, yeah. Static. Uh, yeah, very, very strange. So that's, that's uh, kind of my thought, general thought on this one. Um, and it sounds like yours, too. Yeah, no. That's what it's, happens in this one. That's yeah, what happens in this one. It's a whole lot of nothing. It's just very, very strange. Um, there's a few cool things, or at least one. Like I kind of liked the echo effect. Yeah. Uh, on the verse in particular, it's like very slow echo, so that's kind of cool. But yeah, it just hmm. Yeah. Um, falls there's flat. also there's a weird thing they do. Hmm. Sometimes I'm listening for it now. It might just be chorus. I can't remember. Where they, yeah, I'm the, like, all rights, all right, which is, I always forget what is in which part of the song, like, what we Yeah, well, because, like, even looking at the, the like, the genius lyrics, it's like, pre-chorus, chorus, you're like, yeah, I guess yeah, that is the only two sections. I guess, yeah, it's in the chorus, and the, all right, all, all right. right. Um, yeah. They kind of overload the vocals, you know? Like, they get crackly. Yeah. And I don't know why. They do that? Like, it doesn't quite fit with the rest of the, like, chill, slow version vibe thing. It's very strange choices in this one. Yeah, um, it's like they were like, well, we should be chill, but there should be something exciting in the chorus. Yeah. And then they're like, well, why don't we Like, they knew they had to do something. Yeah, they're like, we gotta do something. It's like, let's just sing as hard as we can. Yeah, let's (laughs) overload or, like, just break it up in whatever it it affects. Yeah. As an effect, but yeah, it's a uh, it's a strange one, but it's not really very enjoyable to me. No, there's like a like an almost cool guitar that comes in near the end. Oh, I think that's something like on the fade out. Oh, that really bright guitar. Yeah, and you're like, oh, we're gonna go somewhere, and they're like, yeah, we're going to the next track. See that's ya. True. The fade out does kind of bring some of the cool stuff back from the intro. Mm-hmm. Um. It's not really enough, because part of the coolness of the intro was the promise of what would come next. Yeah. um, Which was not much, and then they just sort of go back to that initial state. 
It's like, well, yeah. now there's nothing next. I know You're there's like, nothing next. The song's over. Next. We're bookending. Yeah, yeah. and there is, uh, there's this other thing they do throughout the song, and it's just like, like noise. It's like, like somebody trying to find the fingering on a guitar kind of noise. <laughs> like muted kind of strumming? Yeah, kind of muted. Like, I didn't really yeah, hear it. Like incidental strumming. It's like two notes. It's like, uh, let me see if I can find a spot for it. Yeah, like 222, you hear it come in on like the left speaker. Yeah, it's kind of like almost like someone like it's approaching like a funky guitar strum. Yeah, like thing, if you lost it's more all, just like, a, like strength in your fingers as soon as you went to strum. Yeah. Yeah, you just have jelly hands. And attempted to strum a guitar. Yeah, it's it's a strange one. I can't really recommend it. Yeah, that <laughs> that is exactly right. So let's talk about another strange one, but that I might recommend: the Lost Fingers and Robbie Nolan, a uh, Robin Nolan in 2010. Let's move tonight. Share the spice of life. Baby, slice it right. We're gonna groove tonight. Nolan. Yeah, they uh another group we've talked about this genre before, uh Gypsy Jazz. Yeah, are we allowed to say that? I'm not 100% sure, but it is the name of the genre. So, but um, another name for the genre is Jazz Manouche. Manouche. Ooh, I kind of like that. What if that's just a racist term? <laughs> what is Manouche? Yeah, what's Manouche? I don't know. But I know that we're not supposed to say the other one. And so, yeah, Jazz Manouche music group from Quebec City. Is that just Gypsy in French? If it is. Maybe it's Roma in French. Maybe. It also might be food. Manouche. Yeah, it sounds like... Like Manouche or bread. Let me see here. Manouche. in French as these three things, including Manouche. Uh, lang de I don't know, man. So it translates Manush. Yeah, it translates to gypsy. Yeah. <laughs> um, anyway, what? how is that allowed to still be? Is it just because like people don't care that much about Roma? I think like in Romani, like particularly in North America. Yeah, we like we don't that get was, that. We don't have that because nobody's really. like censoring old Jimi Hendrix albums. No. Um. So I don't know. Uh, I. But that is the genre, and that is the style, and that's what I know it as. We may change that in the near future. We will see. Maybe somebody should, because I don't know about all that. But formed in 2006, they've been nominated for Juno Awards, which is the Canadian Grammys, basically, for those of you who don't know. Canadian Awards. Uh, And Robin Nolan is a, a guitarist known for this genre. Yeah, he seems to just be kind of a featuring artist on this track, because I don't think yeah. he's in the group. And so these guys, they just fucking finger pick like crazy on this thing. Like crazy. Yeah. Um, and, but they do like the groove. They groove. Yeah. But like, I mean, that intro is just like, <laughs> <laughs> it's just going, man. Yeah. And you got some, you got vocal harmonies right off the bat. And they're doing the vocoder bit. They are. Down up on down. Down up on down. <laughs> Yeah, and they're not um 
I mean, yeah, no vocoders though. It's just they're singing. Um, yeah, I do like because they do like all the different parts. So like they do have the part that goes into falsetto, and they go into falsetto, but their falsetto is like a bit awkward. Yeah, uh, but I kind of like it actually. Like it sounds yeah. awkward, but like it- in a way that sounds fun. Yeah, there's like a so I guess an element of the genre is like folk adjacent, right? It's supposed to be like common man's jazz, right? So like having the elements they have makes it feel like folky. It makes you feel like you're in a room of of people of equals, and like they got their one little horn that's fun. They got like yes, having the one horn, I I do like that effect as well because like it's a horn part. For many horns, but really it's only doing one thing. So if you just have one horn, you can still do it. You can still do it, exactly. And then they've got these backing vocals that just go... (laughs) (laughs) So it's a very fun piece. They picked up on the idea that Let's Groove is fun, and they're like, well, we can't do funk, but we can can do fun. Yeah, it's one letter off. Yeah. Basically the same thing. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, and they also did it with some cool sounds and yeah. uh, a cool style because, uh, yeah, this is that. Yeah, because I, I cannot stress the technical prowess of that finger picking intro. Is yeah, they've pretty got. Wild. <laughs> I assume that's Robin Nolan. He's a yeah. well regarded uh, guitar player. Mm-hmm. I'm told. I've never heard of him before. Yeah, I. But yeah, his webpage says he's <laughs> says yeah. he's good. I, I tend to believe, <laughs> and what I've heard here, it sounds pretty good to me. Yeah. I don't really know for sure. Um, yeah. So, and now that I could, now that I can compare it directly to Mary Nelson, um, mm-hmm. this one makes you feel like moving. Like yes, you can move to this. It's a uh, different way, way of, of like moving, but you still move. Rhythm. It's really just a boom, bap, boom, bap, boom, bap, boom, like down yeah. up rhythm. But you can move. Yes, and that's the important thing. <sighs> and it and because it's very fast, they kind of loop it mm-hmm. at the end. Sort of, sort of feels like we're returning to the start. You know, yeah. It could and, be like a touch shorter. Yeah, they they got it just over four minutes, I suppose. I I do kind of like. I mean, given how fast they they do it, and then they kind of move through some stuff again. Uh, fair enough, but I guess that's where you put the solo. Actually, that's kind of. Or near the eight. I guess it's more of the middle eight. No, there's a guitar solo, actually. There's actually, a guitar solo. There is a guitar solo, um, which is same guitar style, but now it's like a clean electric guitar. Mm-hmm. It doesn't sound uh, acoustic. So cool sound in there, too. Or I mean, pretty basic sound, but like with the rest of it, it fits, right? Yeah. And of course, you got to have it fairly clean, maybe, for this fast playing. I don't know. Yeah. No, it's uh like they 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 hit a pretty fun style here. Um these sort of like almost kazoo like horns that come in on one of their sections there. The uh which section is that? Yeah, like kazoo. around the 1 minute mark that <laughs> yeah, like everything yeah. sounds very Maybe that's two trumpets or it's at least panned to both sides. Could be. It's um, yeah. But it's kind of soft as well. Yeah. Yeah. I support the sounds made. I support in this the sounds on this track. Track for I sure. I think it's very fun. And I think there's some cool technical stuff yeah. too. Like, And uh, yeah, that comes back in, like the fast playing and the middle eight. Very fast strumming. Oh no, they just fe- pick up the strumming. The ba, 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 yeah. ba. If you, you may recall, that's how I they do, do the middle eight. That's how very they do cool. the middle eight. Yeah. Yeah. I dug it. Um, yeah, I dug it. Pretty killer track. 
Let's a little talk. riff at the end. You yeah. know, a little riff at the end. You know what I'm talking about? Like right around four minutes. That's kind of how they yeah. ended because they sort of loop, and then they're like, "All right, we got to do something to put a cap on this." Yeah. So they and they kind of. Am I making any sense? You're making. You're, they're making noises. It's making you feel good. They do a little da da ba da ba Yeah, they do a little raise up and then go back down right at That's the end there. Happens. Yeah. They play it out. They, they know what they're doing here. Yeah. These are professional Canadian performers from Quebec City. So last time we talked about Canadian, a Canadian group, we didn't really like them. No. This uh, time? This one? Well, I mean, Rush notwithstanding. Yeah, uh, Rush notwithstanding. Skip, skip and Rush, uh, who we talked about more recently, but I'm thinking of Sky Diggers. But no, yeah. this, good stuff. Good stuff. Let's break it down, Alex. Three categories today. Yep. The worst version, the best version, and of course, the grooviest version. The grooviest. Alex, what's the worst version and why what? is it Mary Nelson? Mary Nelson. Because uh, as much as there were some qu- other versions that weren't great, um, including CDB, CDB, didn't really like that yep. one. But none of them changed enough. Like They still had the basic groove, and because that's strong enough, it was like, okay, it's fine. Whatever. Yeah. I don't like it, but like they still have that. But Mary Nelson took that out and took the grooviness out, and 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 it was just nothing. There was no you couldn't do the dance thing. Yeah, you couldn't groove to it. You couldn't groove. CDB is bad, but you can still groove to it as yeah, Australia because and New Zealand it's did. Inherently groovy. Yeah. Even Cartoon Johnny didn't really like that one either. But same yeah. thing. Same thing. You can still groove to it. You just look like a fool doing it. <laughs> but that's half the fun. That's half the fun. Yeah. So Mary Nelson, worst version. Alex, best version? Best version? Yeah. I mean, Lost Fingers. Yeah. Right? I also yeah. thought Billy Crawford was pretty strong. Yeah, I just I like Crawford what Lost was Fingers strong. is doing more. Yeah. I like so. it when a song like knows it can't like win as a dance track so it's like well fuck it we'll just do a, a fun version of our thing yeah and they kind of have that so yeah they, they found their territory and they said we're gonna make it work and, and by god they did it alex and they grooved they grooved but who is the grooviest who's the grooviest who yeah who grooves the hardest i mean earth wind and fire grooves the hardest that's the truth isn't it <laughs> yeah um can i say that yeah i'm allow it <laughs> i i don't know you can't beat it yeah, because you know what? They said, let this groove. And by God, it's still that groove that does it. Yeah. And it's, yeah, two bars, man. That's all it took. That's all it took. Yeah. Killer track, killer groove. Gotta, gotta show respect to Earth, Wind, and Fire for that. And that does it for our main section. If you got a similar opinion, different opinion, want to talk about a version we didn't talk about, hit us up on Twitter, hashtag CoverMePod, at Jake the Cressy, at some Alex Wise Guys. Send us your comments, questions, concerns, suggestions for future episodes. Uh, be sure to email us as well. It's covermepod at gmail.com. Haven't gotten an email in a while. Maybe email us. Uh, rate and review us Maybe on Spotify, Stitcher. Email. Yeah. Send us an email with your rating and review. Or rate and review us on Spotify, Stitcher, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, your favorite podcasting app. Tell your friends, family, neighbors, um, old pen pals. If you had a pen pal, write them up again. Tell them about us. Yeah, start that up again. See if they still live at the same Maybe address. They still have something in common. Re- reignite that a old love flame. Of writing letters. A love of letters. 
That's what LOL means now. Let's make it happen, folks. <laughs> LOL used to mean love of letters. Look at us now. Um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that does it for today's episode of Cover Me. Thank you all for joining us. And as we always say on Cover Me, just tell the DJ to play Cover Me.